Hey, sweet sister friend, are you looking for a community to grow and learn and fully embrace who God has called you to be and what he has destined for you on this side of heaven? If so, I would invite you to come and join us over at Lighten Up Lifestyle. It's Shine's exclusive membership, and it's also an extension of this podcast. It is a way for us to develop connections and a sisterhood that goes beyond this show. So if you are interested, I would invite you to go and learn more by clicking on the link in the show notes. It will give you all the details on how to register for this awesome community of sisters who just like you are learning and wanting to live as the light. All right, so go and sign up and then come right back here with your pen and your paper and get ready to get this party started. Hey there, sweet sister friend. All right, we have all seen the self-care Saturday post. You know, the ones where people are walking in to get a massage or perhaps they're sitting in the pedicure chair or they're going all all in to get glammed up, get their hair styled, or perhaps they're going on a date night or even a girl's weekend. Those are all typical self-care Saturday posts. We've all seen them, okay? Let's just be real up in here. But y'all, by definition, self-care are continual actions that improve your overall health. It's not just a one and done, right? That's a luxury, okay? So self-care, as we know, is a constant practice, is a lifestyle of continually managing and stewarding what God has given and entrusted to you. It is caring for our bodies, our minds, our wills, our emotions, our entire self, every single domain of life needs to be factored into a self-care practice. It is not just the physical, it is not just the spiritual, it is not just your professional, it's not just your soul, not just your relational, it is all things factored into one. So one of the things that we know about self-care is that it is not a luxury, it is a necessity right? It is not something, and this does not involve money, you guys. All right. Let's just kind of start there with that. You can have a self-care day where you did not spend a single dollar. You literally just allowed yourself to rest. Maybe you took a hot bath. Maybe you just went, you know, sat and actually had a meal without your phone. Okay. Am I speaking to someone right there? Mm -hmm. So we also know that self-care is not accidental. It is intentional. It is something that you actually make and prioritize. You make time for and you prioritize and you say, okay, there are sometimes you can be spontaneous. Like, I think I'm just going to take a bath tonight. Or, hey, I'm going to go ahead and cook a really nice gourmet meal. I would never do that because I do not like to cook. However, if that's your thing, girl, you do you, boo, right? But we know that we have to make time for these things because you are a priority, and so often, sister friend, I meet with friends, I talk with friends, I talk with clients, and they, they tell me like, oh yeah, I just didn't have time. And I know you've heard me say, and I real talk up in here, that you got to make time now, right? You got to make time to be well now, or you're going to have to pay later when you're sick. Those hospital bills are not cheap, just saying, all right? So we need allow, we need to allow, pardon me, God the God, I am El Shaddai, we need him to come in and fully take up residency, not just give him a room, not just give him, you know, a hallway, (laughs) full on, let him come in, kick off his slippers, you know, take off his boots because it's snowing where y'all are. Okay. And you need to go ahead and allow him to come in and completely rest inside of you. And that is a hard thing. Now, if you have not listened to the podcast about the year of rest, you need to go back. This is a Shemitah year in the Hebrew calendar, and it's also a leap year in the calendar. I'll just tell you that a little heads up. We're in that right now, the month of Adar. But in our daily lives, we need to regularly nourish our heart, our soul, our minds, and our bodies so that we can overflow with bountiful fruit. 
Sister friend, I don't know about you, but I don't want to go and just have one tree that I'm nourishing and I'm growing and that's my family. I want to have an entire orchard of trees. You know, I want to have my friend group and I want to have my family and I want to have my ministry and I want to have my business and I want to have my church community. I want to have all these trees. Now, hear me out when I say this. This does not mean that you go and you take care of all of them at once. It's like, you're like, okay, I'm going to go and I'm going to do this and this and this. This is not a checklist system. This is not about getting your doer badge, right? This is about letting God work in and through you. And you pick one. Right now, I'm going to work on this one thing. And y'all, guess what? You yourself are also a tree in that orchard. And we know that if your tree is not producing any fruit, then the other trees that are in your orchard are not going to be producing fruit either. So if you're not taking care of you, it's going to be really hard for your kids to be taking care of them. It's going to be really hard for your church community to get a lot, you know, when you're not taking care of you and you're not growing in your relationship with God and all the things. All right, I want to get up on a tangent on that, but I do want to remind you how important it is to allow God to come into your heart. We know that this is all about heart lessons this month. So allowing God to come into your heart as you surrender, as you let go, as you trust and you rest in him, he takes over. You yield to him. You yield to the Holy Spirit. You quicken yourself with what the Holy Spirit is calling you to do. And you say, okay, Lord, here I am, just like the clay on the potter's wheel. Now we know that Jesus tells the disciples that the greatest commandment of all right? Is to love God, love the Lord, your God with all your heart, your soul, your mind. Now we know that our bodies are a manifestation, not in a woo-woo way, manifestation of our hearts and of our souls. So when we know what is in our heart, we are then going to go ahead and take care of it and steward what God has entrusted to us. Now, sister friend, let's kind of go back to the word stewardship for a second, because stewardship is a matter of the heart. When someone gives you something even if it is, you know, a twist tie. Okay. I don't know where that came from, but if they gave you a twist tie and they're like, this is all that I had. And I want to give this to you. You would be like, oh my gosh, I'm going to put that in my jewelry box and I'm going to save it because it's very special. I remember when I was working in inner city and I worked actually in the prison system and uh, I worked in the juvenile detention system. And I'll never forget when I would go in, they would have like arts and crafts and I would do the health and fitness, but they would have like these arts and crafts sessions and they would be like, Miss Franey, I made you this. And it would sometimes just be a picture, you know, a coloring picture. They couldn't allow them to have scissors or or things like that. And so they would draw me something and they were so proud of it or they would color something and they would be so proud of it. Y'all, I have a box of those things treasured because I was like, you know what? That was all they could give me at that time. So I want the same thing. I want to be able to do the same thing with what I've been entrusted. Now, we know that our health is way more priceless than any gift. As much as I love and cherish those things and as much as your children might draw you something at school or give you a Mother's Day gift or you know somebody at work might give you something a, you know, a plaque or I don't know, some kind of, you know, gift for celebrating 10 years, nothing ever could compare, of course, to the gift of Jesus and then the gift of life that we have. So let's just start there. Let's just kind of set the foundation, but we have to be good stewards and know what's in our heart. So you know how important I think it is not only to hear God's word, but to do God's word. And we can have all the knowledge in the world. Y'all, you can go and read, you know, a hundred books this year. Okay. But if you don't apply anything, that's just knowledge. So you'll hear knowledge is, you know, knowledge is power. Well, knowledge is not power unless it's activated. So I want you to go and write some questions down. And during your quiet time with the Lord, I really want you to sit and ask the Holy Spirit, 
Am I actually practicing self-care? How am I doing it? So asking yourself some of these questions, like, yeah, it's great to go get a pedicure. It's great to get a massage. Those are kind of luxury self-care practices, but we want to see on a daily continual basis, how is my lifestyle demonstrating that I'm resting in you, that I'm trusting in you, that I'm stewarding well, what you have been giving, you know, what, what I've been given, pardon me, and what you've given me. So we know how important it is to care for the gift that God has given us. Right, And we know that it is an act of honor and worship and praise when we're, when we're resting in him and when we're eating well and when we're taking time to slow down and not be on our phones, you know, at dinner or not to just go, 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 go. You know, we get home from work and we're throwing in laundry, we're getting dinner, we're doing this. We just need to sit down. Okay, I'm going to have five minutes just to sit and be with you, Lord. He wants that. That is an act of worship. You slowing down for five minutes and some of my friends will say, I don't have time. I'm like, well, y'all, you create your schedule. Okay. So you need to go ahead and check your heart on that one. All right. We also know that it is believing and owning that we are worthy and that we need to own our, own our worth. Pardon me. That we need to know that Christ died for us. And so we want to take care of what he's given us. We want to say, you know what? I am worth this five minutes of slowing down. I am worth five minutes of downtime without my phone. I am worth going, you know, with my girlfriends out for a walk. That my time is worthy. Yes, the dishes are going to be there. Yes, the laundry is going to be there. Yes, the kids are going to need my help with homework. But me going and unplugging and disconnecting for five minutes and plugging in with the Lord is so much more valuable than any load of laundry, than any full dishwasher. All right. So I would, I would challenge you with that sister friend to really think about like, am I actually really only owning, pardon me, my worth? Because what you're actually saying is that, yes, we do put others oftentimes before ourselves. We came just like Jesus, right? We're here to serve, but remember nobody can serve two masters. If you're only serving other people. Okay. Now I know that that's about money that we hear that about money. All right. If you hear that noise in the background, you guys, I'm, there's a cat here. Okay. And it's like, all over up in my business. You might even be able to hear per. Okay, I digress. So ask yourself a few of these questions. And then I would encourage you to ask yourself too, you know, what is it that I believe about God? Do I fully and truly understand what he's gifted to me through Jesus? And in my health, am I fully, you know, living that out? Because if I really knew the treasure right beyond the twist tie and beyond the painting or the, you know, the drawing that your daughter has given you or that some friend has given you or a plaque that you've gotten at work. Do I truly understand who God is and what he says about me? And so asking yourself, you know, what do I believe about God? What do I believe about myself? You know, do I feel worthy of the time to invest money and resources to invest the time, the extra 20 minutes you know, at the end of my day, instead of watching Netflix to do something. And again, hear me out, sister friend, this is not about getting your Susie sister Christian badge. Okay. You're not getting any type of, you know, Girl Scout award here at the end of this. This is an opportunity for you to really, just like it tells us in Matthew 11, 28, this is an opportunity for us to walk with God, to work with him and to watch how he lives. Jesus says, and that's the message translation. You guys, there was a great Judah Smith sermon where he actually kind of repeats that almost as a chant where he says, walk with me, work with me, watch how I do, 
walk with me, work with me, watch how I do. So ask yourself that, Lord, am I walking with you? Am I working with you? Because we know that if we are working on our own, we are doing it by our own volition, by our own, you know, credentials. We are not, we are constantly striving. We are not allowing ourselves to trust and rest. There's a great book we just read in Lighten Up Lifestyle last month. And the key takeaway, one of the uh, ladies, Tia, in there said, the number one takeaway that I have in this is that, you know, pray like it depends on God and work like it depends on you. We do have to do our part, but we also have to allow God to do his part. And we have to show up, right? And then guess what? He gets to show off. So I love how God does that to us. Mm-hmm. So as we model self-care, where, where do we go to get our model? Jesus. Think about Jesus and the self-care practices. And if you need to do a deeper dive study on this, look at the times where he got away, right? It says oftentimes early in the morning, Jesus got away or he went off to pray. You know, he left the large crowds. He went off and had time alone. That's important, y'all. Even if you're a full extrovert like me, I still need my quiet time. I still need to recharge my own batteries. And then guess what? Conversely, he also had fellowship. He spent time with people. He went and sat and had dinner with people. He slowed down the pace of life and the rhythm of his ministry, slowed down and went and enjoyed time and fellowship with people who were a little less than, right? That that's what society deemed as a little less than. And guess what? He slept. Jesus took naps. I want to be like Jesus and take naps this year, y'all. Okay. (laughs) I'm just saying, because guess what? Think about when they were in the storm and he was downstairs sleeping on a pillow. Like he was full on resting. He wasn't just like, oh, let me just hunker down over here. He was like, no, I'm going all in. And guess what too, sister friend? He was also on the move. So as much as he took time to slow down and rest and be in fellowship with people, he also took an opportunity to be on the move. And he was out working. He was working the crowd. He was healing people. We need to be out also. Do not allow yourself to just stay put, stay at home and be afraid of getting out, especially with all all the craziness going on in our world today. You need to put yourself out there. Of course, be safe. You, you know, heed the Holy Spirit. You need to do you, but also do not stay isolated. That is exactly where the enemy wants us. He wants those wounded, weak gazelles that he can go after. We are not that. We are mighty warriors. We are more than conquerors. So we need to put ourselves out there. So these are just some ways that I want you to consider, you know, your own self-care practices. And again, the massages are great. The pedicures are great. Totally awesome. Get a girl's weekend. We've got two retreats coming up this year. Just telling y'all, okay, one in the spring and one in the fall. So plan for those. But we also want to allow ourselves to go ahead and just heed the wisdom that God's given us through Jesus. Follow in his footsteps. Allow God to bring you from glory to glory. Remember, sister friend, God is not in the process, you know, he's not in the process of, excuse me, he is in the process of having you become who he's created you to be, not having you arrive. You're never going to get to the place fully where you're like, okay, done. Here I am. Check it off the list. You're going to keep going and growing. As you move forward, as you take a step of faith, as you you know, embark upon a new adventure as you, you know, embark upon a new, you know, task or something to, you know, that takes you one step forward, then guess what? You're constantly creating the life that God wants you to have is your, as long as you're okay, check your heart on that one. Cause you need to make sure that it is aligned with God. That's where we always need to start. But God is in the process of you becoming and not arriving. All right. So 
remember too that it tells us in Romans 8, 29, that God knew the people in advance. He knows you and he wants you to become more like Christ. That's the second part of that verse. God knew his people in advance and he created them to become more like Jesus. So we know that as we embark upon these practices and as we look at Jesus as the model and we say, okay, Lord, I want to become more like you, you know, create in me the willingness, the desire, my heart's desire, you know, give me and infuse into me, into my heart, the things that you want for me and for my life, not only this week, this month, this year, you know, but for my life, place your heart's desires upon my heart's desires. And if there's something on my heart that you don't want there, or that doesn't align with yours, remove it. You've heard me talk about that before, especially related to my husband. I'm like, okay, Lord, I've been praying for a husband a long time, but if you don't want me to be married, you need to take that from my heart. And there've been seasons where it's not really been on my heart. And there's a season right now that I'm in that it's really on my heart. So I want you to ask yourself those questions. And I want you to ask the final question here is what is the one way that I can honor God through my self-care practices this week? What is one way that I can honor God? And maybe you're going to say, okay, you know, there's so many ways you can do that. Y'all, you can set boundaries, putting your phone down, eating better, doing meal prep, you know, getting out, being in nature, walking with the Lord, praying, you know, reflecting, journaling, worship music, um, managing stressors. Spending time with, you know, people you enjoy and doing things you enjoy, sleep, exercise, (laughs) gardening, shoveling snow. There's so many ways that you can practice self-care. All right. It doesn't always have to be a go, go, go thing too. Remember sleeping, sitting around watching your favorite shows too. That's always a good thing. Having family time, game night, watching a good movie, you know, on the weekend or something like that, or even during the middle of the week, who knows? Get a little crazy up in here. Okay. So sister friend, I pray that this blesses you. I know that many of the women I pulled on both my my email group and then in my um, Facebook groups. And I said, Hey y'all, what is something you're struggling with currently as related to your own self, your own health right now? And self-care was number one. So I know that this is going to minister to someone. So I pray that this blesses you. I pray that you take time to really evaluate your life and say, okay, what kind of lifestyle am I leading? You know, and how can I incorporate at least one practice this week that is God honoring, that is moving me forward in the direction of a self-care practice that is really heeding and following in the rhythm of Jesus. So that is my highest hope and prayer for you. As always, sweet sister friend, if this blessed you, please share it with someone else. And of course, if it blesses you too, please just go ahead and take a little screenshot, post it up on social. I'd love to share it with others. That is how we get the good news out there, y'all. Okay. All right. Until next time, sweet sister, I love you. Know that you are worthy of self-care. Know that you're worthy of the time and the money to invest in yourself. It is worth every single penny. But if it is stealing you of your joy, it's probably not the Lord. Just saying. So check your heart with that one. Allow the Holy Spirit to just come and just allow yourself to sit this week at the Lord's feet and just say, okay, Lord, show me the areas where I need to go ahead and replace my not so godly behaviors with behaviors that do honor and worship and praise you because we want to go ahead and show up so that he can show off. All right, sister friend, until next time, keep on shining.